Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of Unaired. I'm Ed. With me, I have Eddie. Top of the morning to ya. Because Eddie is Irish. I was born on St. Patrick's Day. It's true. Mm-hmm. So this week, we watched a TV show called Nobody's Watching. Uh, this show was created by Bill Lawrence, the guy behind Scrubs. And it was originally made for the WB. They decided not to pick it up. And then in around 2007, there was uh, talks of NBC possibly doing something with it. They ended up producing little like webisodes for it. Uh, you can find those on YouTube. Just type in Nobody's Watching. You'll probably find some of them. Yeah, and they're probably not monetized. Probably not, because was, those were made back in like 2005, 2006, before YouTube was really monetized. Well, I'm also talking about the fact that they have swears in them and violence, and that's not part of the new terms. Oh, yeah, also that. <laughs> so, uh, the premise of this show is Derek and Will, they're best friends, and they decide, hey, we can make a better sitcom than half the shit that's on TV right now. So they make a little video and send it out to networks, and then WB is like, yeah, we'll let you make a sitcom. Uh, the show, the episode starts off with like a home video recording of Derek and Will introducing themselves, explaining it's how... It's all over the place. It's all over the place. Like, you will have... If, if you can, like, watch that and then come back to me and tell me exactly what it's about, then I will give you a high five, because that is impressive. Uh, the show, they actually aired this for test audiences, and the main complaint is that the audiences got very, very confused. I bet, because it was so quick and, like, rushed and just, eh. It was all over the place. So, during their little, like, home video introducing themselves, they explain how sitcoms used to be great, but now sitcoms suck, and they specifically call out According to Jim and Yes, Dear, and then Derek, who is played by Taryn Killam of SNL, also, Kobe Smolder's husband. He picks up his dog and he goes, Oh, did you yes deer all over the carpet? Terrible joke. Yep. But that joke does come back. There's a callback to Unfortunately. it. And Will and Derek, they, they talk about how they share one common love, which is great sitcoms. And Will starts talking about growing pains. And then he says, Derek gets mad at me when I talk about growing pains. But, like, Growing Pains was a good show. Shouldn't get mad about that. No. Yeah. Then the tape pauses, and it zooms out to show that the record, the home video was playing on a tiny TV. And then it shows that Derek and Will are sitting on a couch explaining that they sent that video out to all these networks, and the WB called them. They flew them out to their studios. And... They sit down and talk with uh, Mr. Tucker, who is the president of WB, and he says that they're gonna they're gonna greenlit their show. They're gonna give them this huge set. Uh, they're gonna have to live on the set. They're gonna have cameras recording them this whole time in the process of them making their sitcom, and that they're gonna make a reality show out of the making of the sitcom. So Which essentially, is so it's a, they're making a show. Within a show, within a show, sort of, I think. I don't know, I'm confused. I'm very confused, too. So, when they're, like, walking around the set, uh, Derek's just like, 
hey, care for a read? And he picks up a set of books that's all connected. He's like, fake books. Because it's a set piece. Which I didn't think was very, I didn't like that part. But what I did like, I knew this was going to happen. Will goes, hey, where did these stairs go? And he walks up the stairs. And if you don't know, every sitcom set that has stairs, the stairs pretty much lead to nothing because there's no second floor. And he just walks up and just falls through a roof, a fake roof. And he goes, (laughs) found it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I did like that part. So the president of WB introduces them to his cohort, Roy, and his assistant, who he says, this is Jill, um something and then like a text pops up on the screen says jill something assistant which i don't know if that was supposed to be like a joke or if her actual last name is something Uh, it could go either way it It was terribly executed though (laughs) yeah the show tried to be very very meta but i ended up being very very confused it was just a bad idea Mm, no see here's the thing i feel like it was a good idea that was improperly executed so, while uh, while Mr. Tucker's kind of like introducing them and explaining to them what their show is going to be, like their little reality show, Roy looks at the camera and Mr. Tucker's like, hey, stop looking at the camera. And they explain the whole premise about how they're going to live on the sitcom set. Anytime that they're on the set, they have the cameras watching them. Anytime that they leave the set, they have a camera crew that follows them. They're, they say they're going to bring in a live studio audience. And while he's like explaining this, they're just like, oh, look, video camera, film camera, video camera, film camera. And they're like jumping back and forth between the two, which, again, was supposed to be a joke. Not that funny. No, they're just weird. Yeah. And like, this, they're, those, they're like, the, like, they belong in a cringe compilation. This show belongs in a cringe compilation. And a yeah. cringe compilation, which saddens me because Taron Killam's so funny. Yeah, on his own. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Um, terrible chemistry? Maybe. So, this is the part that confused me the most, is I don't know if this was actually part of the show, or if this is, like, what they were showing the uh, network executives, like, when they were pitching this, like, when they were showing the pilot. But a text pops on screen, and it says, Slick, very funny explanatory title sequence to come if show is picked up. Which confused me, because right after that, there's a title sequence of Derek and Will sitting in, like, director's chairs. And they're just like, like, oh, we're we're gonna make, like, a great TV show. What do you think our theme song would be? And then Will goes, Derek and Will go to Hollywood. Trying to make a show that's good. And then right after that, it zooms out and there's a big billboard that says Nobody's Watching, created by Bill Lawrence and all these other people. Also a bad name for a show. Yeah, they 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 touch on that at the end. We'll get Terrible there. Name for a show. We'll get there. So Derek and Will explain that they're not quite sure how to how to get started on this. And Jill, the assistant, goes, Oh, I can help you with that. And Derek's like oh, we're not looking for anyone right now, and Will just cuts him off and goes, you're hired. And, like, he gets a little, like, peeved off about that, so Derek goes out for some air, and when he comes back, surprise, the live studio audience is there now. And Will's, like, having, like, a lot of fun with this for some reason. He's just like, oh, you know what you should do? You should just go out there and just name, go name a state, see what happens. 
So Derek goes, okay, New Jersey, and people start cheering. And like, ha, 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 it's so funny, right? And then Jill goes, okay, sit down. They're in this little office set, which is actually their office. Again, very confusing premise. So Jill goes, okay, so I made this little sitcom title board. Any ideas you have about whatever sitcom you want to make, just write them down here. And Will goes, ooh, ooh, I got another one. Can't stop dancing. What's that about? I don't know, but it's got Ted dancing in it, which is very weird because the day I watched this on my way home from work before I even watched this, I was thinking, I was just like, what if Ted Danson had a had a talk show, like a Jimmy Fallon type talk show, and it was just called Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> You'd get sued. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's parody law. Mm, not, not when you use the exact name. No, Danson with the Stars, like his last name, Ted Danson. It still gets sued. Eh. Semantics. So thrown out when you get that close to it. Semantics. Mm hmm. Law. I don't have a law degree, so I can't dispute you. <laughs> then again, you don't have a law degree, so you can't dispute me. Point one for Ed. No, but I do go into business reviews and research every day about copyright law. Well, shit, you just got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> All right, so Derek, he doesn't really like Jill, so he's kind of like giving her shit, and she turns it right around on him and goes, oh, really, because I'm 24, and I've already worked as the assistant to the WB, assistant to this other film place, and now I'm working on this sitcom. What have you done with your life, and what are you, 25? And he, She's a bitch. She really is. Like She has no redeeming qualities in this entire show. Not at all, until maybe like a tiny one at the very end, but they play it off as a joke. Yeah. And he comes back and he goes, yeah, I went to a very competitive community college and managed a highly successful miniature mart. That actually kind of made me laugh because he called it a miniature mart instead of a mini mart. Yeah, he made it sound fancy. Gave me a little chuckle. Gave me a little tickled my tickled my goof bone. Maybe I want to kill myself. I don't think there's a show out there for me that makes me not want to do that. (laughs) Oh, I was just ignoring the fact that this show made me want to kill myself. Okay. So, they uh, made a joke earlier talking to Mr. Tucker about how, like, oh, can we get the Central Perk set? And he's like, no. So, right after uh, their little spat with Jill, Will's just like, ooh, come over here, come over here. And they walk in. Turns out they remade the Central Perk set for them. And uh, Will goes... Hey, you know what, buddy? The guy who plays Gunther, right behind the pastry counter. And Derek goes, I want to look, but I'm not gonna. Will and I are in a 15-year game of Major Luck, and I'm ahead by a mere eight looks. And Will comes back with, we're standing on a fake friend set. We're in Hollywood. You never know. He could be there. So Derek turns around, to which Will replies, Major Luck. And then Derek gets a little, little mad. He's like, shit, I lost. And then he goes, oh, and Derek, look behind you. And Gunther from Friends pops up. Yeah, and then he had a bow on him, and he was a gift. Yeah, he goes, I'm a present from Mr. Tucker. I can imagine this is how hell feels like, which basically describes my experience watching this show. Yeah, I felt like a prisoner. Yeah, much like uh, John Michael Tyler is, a.k.a. the guy who plays Gunther. And then... Well, only in this instance. Well, I mean, in real life, he's John Michael Tyler. No, I mean, in this instance, he's a prisoner. Oh, little confusion there. 
So Derek goes, could this be any cooler? Huh, Chandler. It's like, why would you do that? That's so cringy. He's th- this whole show is cringy. It was pretty cringy. A lot. The acting was so bad, too. So, uh, Joe comes in. She's like, why are you messing with, uh, and he goes, John Michael Tyler. She goes, I don't care. And there's like, that was mean. Cause you know, she is a bitch. That was mean. Just bitch. Like, yeah. Again, like this she's man. Just, like, not even subtly, not even subtle. Like they didn't even try and just like shroud her in like, like a little mystery. Yeah. This man her, pined like, for Jennifer Aniston's quality. affection for 10 years. And then she just. Basically, it's just like, fuck you. It's like, dude went through enough. He didn't get Rachel. It's true. Yeah. So then she just goes, okay, let's go work on our project. And Derek's like, our project? You know what? Well, let's go to the bathroom. And Will goes, but I don't have to yes, dear. That actually kind of made me laugh because I wasn't expecting it. I hated it. I hate that stupid making jokes out of potty situations oh well you're not gonna like, like the rest of this 12 <laughs> years old so as they're walking over to uh to the bathroom which is offset they get into a little conversation about are they not supposed to say bad words and Derek's explanation is this is network tv you're not supposed to say fuck shit asshole boobies or dick fuck shit asshole and dick were bleeped out boobies were not so clearly you can say boobies. Suck a, suck a bleep, Will. And uh, then Will is just like, wait, isn't it how you say it though? Like I could say, Boner is my favorite character on Growing Pains, but I can't say whenever I wear my favorite cauterize, I always get a boner. And it bleeps out the second boner, which they don't bleep out boner on TV. Like, I don't this know why. This was the only part of the show that was like kind of well written. What was? This part where it was like, like, at least it was, like, a play on, like, the fact that the FCC is stupid as shit. Yeah. But, but like, it was, it could have been better. But, again, like, there was, it was one of the very few redeeming qualities of the show. Yeah. So, they get to the bathroom, and they're just like, oh, we can talk privately in here. It's a bathroom. There's not going to be any. I get that, too. What do you mean? Because that, that throws me off, too, because it's so meta, it's confusing as shit. It's like, okay, so... Naturally, you can't have cameras in a bathroom. That's illegal. So, clearly, the cameras aren't in the bathroom in the show that is in the show. Oh, no. The bathroom, also... There are cameras in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. But they that's... say that's their secret place. It's just a lie. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a joke. Like, oh. oh, this is our secret place. They can't see us in here. There's no cameras in here. And then Taryn, or then uh, Derek goes, there's no cameras here. Looks, at the, looks directly at a camera. No camera here. Looks directly at another camera. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, you're lucky. I must have been texting. <laughs> and he says, "Listen, I'm not taking Jill. Ta- I'm not letting Jill take over. Like this is our show." And Will's just like, "You know what? You need to chill out, dude. This is Hollywood. They got everything we wish we had in Ohio. They got sunshine. They got they've got parties. They've got gay people." And Derek goes, "Gay people do seem fun. This is our True. big, but this is our big chance, and you're not taking it seriously enough." And then Will, who's been barefoot this entire time, looks down and goes, I've got gum on my foot. That and then sounds like a terrible feeling. It does. I get gum on my shoe and I feel uncomfortable. I can't imagine you're like barefoot. Oh, yeah. 
Like, why would you walk across like a set without shoes on and then walk into a public restroom without shoes on? Also, though, who the fuck spits out gum on the floor of a public restroom? That's fucked up. Uh, fucked up people do. I guess. Heathens. So Heathens. So then we cut to uh, Mr. Tucker's office, and he's sitting there with Roy, and they're watching like a live feed of like the reality show. And he's just like, this is must-see TV. A guy washing, a grown man washing his feet. Stop staring at the camera, Roy. He yells at him again. And Roy's just like, maybe this wasn't like, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Like, we got to do something. And Mr. Tucker goes, well, you know what? I want, I want the uh, audience to see how reality works. And then he proceeds to rip off the Wayne's World joke about product placement, where he has a Snapple, where he's like, oh, I'm thirsty. And he just like twists off a Snapple. He goes, Snapple, so refreshing, and then throws it at Roy. It was literally like the biggest ripoff of the Wayne's World bit. That's dumb. I, I, I haven't really seen, I mean, I've seen bits of Wayne's World, but I haven't seen it in, t- in full. Oh, it's a, it's a pretty funny goof. You should watch that part. Yeah. So uh, they both decide that they need to have some kind of conflict on this show. So they pull in Derek. And Mr. Tucker says, we're pulling the plug on the project. And as they're having this little conversation, it cuts back to Will leaving the bathroom. And he runs into a lady that's wearing a hood. Her name is Mandy. He asks her what's wrong. And she says she got fired from the WB gift shop because despite telling the manager that no guy would buy boxers that said Smallville across the front, they still proceeded to sell them. This was a joke. I did. I did kind of like this joke. What the fuck? And then Will goes... They could sell pairs that say Everwood. Why? Because Everwood was a TV show. That was a TV show? Yeah, produced by the WB, hence why it would be in the WB gift shop. How long ago? Oh, this show was made in 2005, so probably around then. Eh. So Will decides, you know what? This girl's down on her luck. I'm going to offer her a job. And then it cuts back to uh, Mr. Tucker and Derek talking. And he says, you know what? What if I offered to keep the production of the show going, but without Will? And Derek just drops him immediately, says he'll, he'll do the show without Will. It's not a problem. And then we cut back to the office set. And Jill is just like, wait a minute. Why is everybody laughing? She looks behind her. And outside the fake windows on the fake scenery, Will is climbing a building, acting like King Kong. Which normal people do. I mean, I would. I would. Who would? Only if I was dressed up as King Kong first. Our Lord and Savior, King Kong. Our Lord and Savior, Satan. So Jill complains about Derek, and Will goes, you know what? No, there's nothing wrong with Derek. He's always had my back. It's not a problem. Just, like, deal with it. And then cuts back to Mr. Tucker saying, you know what? We'll keep the show running. We'll reassess it in a week. Just, like, get back to the set. Because... He just wanted to start some conflict. He wanted to stir up some conflict. So this is why he did this. And as Derek walks back on set, he yells, Nebraska! And a random person cheers. And Will explains that he hired a new girl by saying, Listen, I hired a new girl. Uh, Don't be mad. You're going to love her. Why would I love her? And she walks in wearing a very skimpy outfit as the crowd cheers. And then we cut back to Mr. Tucker and Roy watching a live feed again. And he goes, I called wardrobe and told him to dress her like that. Roy goes, makes sense with your fondness for prostitutes. And then he just looks around like, oh, who said that? The only 
only joke I liked in this whole show. It was so deadpan, and it was so well, it was really well delivered, I will say that. It caught me off guard because I was like, this show just did that? Yep. And then, cut back to the live set, and Mandy, the new girl, says, oh, it's kind of cold in here. And Derek goes, oh, I'd give you my jacket if I had one, ha ha. And she goes, oh, by the way, the uh, studio execs gave me this video for us all to watch. And Derek goes off on saying, like, you know what? This may be a little tough, but we all got to stick together. And as he says that, they pop in the uh, videotape of Derek saying, yeah, I'll do the show without Will. Such a dick move. Oh, yeah. But they had to stir the pot. It reminded me of uh, that show Unreal. It's kind of like... So this show basically is what Unreal does right. Like, Unreal does this show right. Granted, I've only watched a few episodes of Unreal, but what I've seen, pretty good. So, after this whole thing, Derek goes, oh, don't don't go to your, don't go to that weird, overly emotional place you go to. And Will goes, ooh, you hurt my heart. And then he okay. leaves. <laughs> As he's walking, he's talking to the, the camera crew, who can't talk back, because that's, like, one of the rules of the show, apparently. And he goes, you know, this is tough, and, like, especially without having a dad. The closest thing I had to a dad was, and he turns and sees a bench with the actor that played Uncle Phil, Alan Thicke, the dad from Growing Pains, and some old guy who I don't know who he was, but he was apparently a TV dad. I'm trying to think. I know I recognize all of them. I don't... I don't know who the old guy was. But anyways, so Will starts freaking out over him, and the old guy goes, I have a taser, you know. And they explain that they're... It's a natural reaction. Oh, of course. Especially for an old guy. Well, old guy isn't packing heat of some kind. So they explain that they're they're there for uh TV week or TV Dad's week on Jeopardy, except for Alan Thick, who it turns out was there for Hollywood Squares. And then it cuts back to Derek and Mandy talking in the office. And he's like feeling really bad about this whole thing. And Mandy goes, Don't feel bad, you messed up. And he's like, Oh, thanks. And she goes, you actually remind me of my last boyfriend, except you haven't tried to choke me yet. Which gets the award for the most fucked up line of the episode. <laughs> I liked it. You would. <laughs> that would be a joke that I would like, though, so whatever. Oh, yeah. It catches you off guard, though, much like the prostitute's joke. Yeah. So, she's compl- then Mandy starts complaining about how like she had to work her way here, nothing's come easy for her. And Jill goes, oh, nothing's come easy for you. Pulls her center stage, goes, turns to the audience and says, who here would buy her a car if you could spend five minutes with these and points to her tits? And a lot of people start cheering. So Mandy runs off and cries. Bitch. Oh, yeah. And then she t- she starts talking to Derek. And Derek's just like, oh, I still feel bad about this. If you see Will, tell him in the- I'm in the bathroom. And then we cut back to Will and Alan. Alan Thick. And he's just like, yeah, like, it's so great. You were such a good father figure to me. I didn't have a dad, all this. And he goes, hey, would you like to come back to the set? Oh, I don't know. I have a lot to a lot to do here. And he retorts with, we have a live studio audience. And it immediately hard cuts to Alan Thicke with the microphone, vamping, talking to the audience. The audience is losing their shit over him. Because Alan Thicke apparently is an attention whore. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know much about Alan Thicke, so I can't really say it. All I know is about his son. So, Will walks in, and he's just like, oh, like, what? this is so great, isn't it? And Jill's just like, you know, you should really talk to Derek. He's in the bathroom. 
So Will goes to see Derek, and Alan Thick walks over, and he turns to Jill. He goes, you know, I'm really proud of you. That was a good thing you did. I'm not going to sleep with you. Show me that smile again. Like, he just immediately... And walks off. Oh, yeah. The second she says, I'm not going to sleep with you, he immediately cuts to singing the Growing Pains theme song into the microphone. And it made me laugh. Fulfilling, fulfilling the stereotype of creepy old pervert. Yeah. Although he kind of plays that the same way when he guest stars on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It's like a very a very fitting like transition. So then it it cuts to uh, Mandy sitting in the the chair at Mr. Tucker's office. And it turns out she was a planted cast member, which is fairly obvious and uh Like, the second you meet her, like, you can tell you're just like, this woman's here for some reason. Like, this isn't like, oh, she just got fired. This is a fake thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's very, very apparent. And Mr. Tucker goes, yeah, I just want you to play kissy face with Will. And she doesn't want to because she's already connected with Derek. And he's just like, no, you need to do it or you're fired. All this. And then it cuts to Will and Derek arguing in the bathroom. And Derek's just like, I don't know what, I don't know what the problem is. Like, and Will's just like, you know what? I've, I've always trusted you. You're my best friend and I love you. And he goes, he's like waiting for, he's like waiting for Derek to like respond. And Derek's just like, no, like he's, he's still a little mad. And he kind of like brushes off the fact that Will said, I love you. And Will's just like, why won't you acknowledge it? Do I need to keep saying it? I love you. I love you. And then he starts signing it, and he does a deaf voice saying, I love you, which is extremely offensive. He literally goes, I love you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's kind of offensive. Yeah, granted, this is a podcast, so, like, deaf people aren't going to be offended by it, but... No, I mean, like, the show is offensive. The show itself is, but, like, we can talk about it and not offend any deaf people. So they're just like, why can't you even say I love you, even in our secret bathroom? And right after he says it, it cuts to the execs watching the live feed of the bathroom. It was a weird moment. It was. And they end up back on the stage. And Derek's just like, listen, if you don't say I love you in front of, like, or Will says, listen, Derek, if you don't say I love you in front of this live audience, then I'm walking out. And as he starts walking out, he's just like, listen, Will, I'm so sorry. You're like my best friend. And Will cuts him off. He goes, and I love you, Will. No. Say it. No. I just called to say. And then he like kind of like gestures over to Derek. And Derek goes, I love you. And they hug. And the audience awes. And they they call it out too. They're just like, oh, we got our first ah. Stupid moment. Yep. And then it cuts to Derek and Will sitting in the like the set for the living room and Jill and Mandy are walking out and Mandy says, Oh, Jill's giving me a ride home to make up for being such a bitch earlier. I love that. <laughs> yep. And there's like, Oh, why don't you stay? And then Jill explains that they can't stay because the rules are that everybody has to be off, off the set by 9 PM. And Will and Derek are just like, well, if the audience likes it and the audience starts cheering, there's like, well, we got to, we got to do what the audience wants. If the audience embraces a show, it'll stay on forever, no matter how crappy it is. And then Derek will look at each other and they go, coach. Another call out. Dumb. Yep. I hate how they call out shows because theirs is terrible. Oh, yeah. And then Jill's like, yeah, it's weird hanging out here with all these cameras. 
And they're all just like, ah, just pretend nobody's watching. And we'll stop. He goes, you know, that'd be a great name for this reality show. Nobody's watching. And Derek shuts it down. He's like, no, that'd be horrible to name it that. Because then the, the reporters will be like, nobody's watching. Nobody's watching. Ha ha ha. And then it immediately cuts to a TV going next week on nobody's watching. And it's like, see, that's not the reason that nobody's watching is a bad name. Nobody's watching is a bad name because it's a stupid name and it's a negative name and it adds bad connotations to your show before people even try watching it. I feel like nobody's watching could be a good title for like an adult swim show or a podcast. Yeah, that actually would be a great name for a podcast. Exactly. Unless they did a video podcast, in which case they're fucked. Exactly, but you shouldn't do a video podcast if you name it Nobody's Watching. Yeah. So in these little like short clips of next week on Nobody's Watching, the Mr. Tucker is just like, we need to bring in ethnicity on this show. And then it cuts to Derek, Will, and Jill in the office set. And they're just like, yeah, they sent us a bunch of applicants for a new office manager job. And it's just a crowd of black guys. And then it cuts to the bathroom. And Derek and Mandy are in there. And they kiss, and they're just like, she's like, oh, I don't know about this. She's, he's like, oh, it's not like, it's not like anybody's watching us. Nobody's watching. Here, I'll even turn off the lights just in case. And then as they turn off the lights, a text pops up saying nobody's watching. But the thing is, this text looks like it was made with, like, Microsoft Word font. Comic Sans. It legit looked like Common sa- Comic Sans. Common Sans. Common Sans. <laughs> I flubbed a lot today. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. This is like the first episode in a while I haven't had a beer and I'm flubbing more often than normal. <laughs> Which one is more effective, coffee or beer? Well, it turns out beer is more effective. <laughs> beer, start off the day the drunken way. <laughs> this is a promotion for day drinking. <laughs> Sponsor us beer. Any beer, except for Keystone Light. Fuck you! Coincidentally, that's what I had to drink last night and Keystone Light is horrible. You told me. Yep. But terrifying. This show was awful. I'm going to give it two thumbs down. Yeah. I'm going to give it three thumbs down. You have three hands. But that third one. Oh, that third one's not a thumb. You can cut someone else's thumb off. You know what? That might work better than using some innuendo. Yeah. No need to use your penis as a thumb. Yeah. So this show was very weird in its use of the audience. Like, it was very effective because it made sense. The studio audience, they'd only have, like, audience laughter when they were at the studio. If they had the film crew following them outside of the studio, there was no laughter. But that took it out. Like, it took a lot out of it because it's like, have you ever seen Friends with no laugh track where it's very, like, awkward? Yeah, it almost it's just, it makes you really uncomfortable. Yeah, because like they're telling jokes and then they all pause for a minute to wait for like audience laughter. That's what right. the show is because it's like made for an audience, but there's only certain scenes where the audience is there. So the scenes yeah, where the it's... audience isn't there feels like like the sitcoms without the laugh track. Yeah, it's stupid. And another thing about the audience, I'm very confused about whether or not they're there 24/7. It didn't they didn't really explain that. So, Eddie, had this show by some miracle actually been picked up, what kind of episodes do you think we'd see? Um, I don't know. I hate the show. I hate these people. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't want the show to go anywhere. <laughs> I hope I hope their YouTube channel is banned. Oh my god. They're not even making YouTube and videos anymore. I don't care. I hope it's banned. And I hope that the CIA buries any evidence of it existing. So essentially like the E.T. Atari game. Yeah. Just throw it in a landfill somewhere. Or if you've seen Silicon Valley, um, the way that Gavin, what's his face? Everyone who watches that show, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. The way he scrubs the internet, that. I actually thought Silicon Valley was about like, I thought it was supposed to be like a nip tuck type show about like plastic surgeons. <laughs> you're, because not, like Silicon... you're not big into the computer industry, are you? Well, when I first like heard about it, like the first thing that popped in my head, because like when they do breast implants, a lot of them are silicon jubblies. I feel like they definitely would have like done the ethnicity the ethnicity episode. The ethnicity episode. Yeah. Like you know the one they entail. Like you know how they had like the office manager thing where it's like yeah we're trying to bring ethnicity in and it's all a bunch of black guys. Oh, like diversity. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you. Like, maybe they try and recast, like, um, Mandy. Like, it'd be I'm some... really glad that this didn't go on because, like, they would have butched this and a lot of communities would have gotten enraged. Oh, it would have been super racist. Yeah, it would have been offensive as shit. Like, if you, yeah. if you saw the Office episode and thought that was bad, <laughs> this would be ten times worse. Oh, it would have been horrible. Of course, the office does everything superbly, and they can never mess anything up. Of course, mm, except for that season after Michael Scott left. Well, Michael Scott is the office, so he's the glue that held that office together. Yeah, and all they replaced him with was Andy Bernard, just a shitty Elmer's glue stick. Not even Elmer's glue. He's like he's like Elmer's glue, off-brand glue stick. I feel like they would have, like, made a very meta holiday episode, like Christmas. They would have been like, oh, like, we're writing a Christmas episode of this sitcom. And in the meantime, like, they're celebrating Christmas on the set. That's and like a, maybe That's why I hate their premise, because it's so meta that it just makes every episode confusing. It does. Like, even just trying to pitch this, I'm, like, losing my mind. I'm like, wait, right. which thread goes where? Ugh. I feel like a psychotic person. I'm like, the numbers, Mason. Another reason this show couldn't have gone on is because the writers would have killed themselves before one season was finished. <laughs> yeah, like the Christmas episode could be like, uh, Mr. Tucker like pulls them in individually. And he's just like, you know, I think you should, here's, here's a little bonus. And he gives them each a bonus. But like Derek gets like a bigger bonus check than Will or something like that to kind of stir up the conflict. What? This guy's always stirring the pot. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, kicking the beehive. And then, like, he's just, like, sitting back and watching it happen. And meanwhile, Derek, with his little uh, extra from the bonus, he decides to buy a Christmas, a very special Christmas gift for Mandy. And he buys her something, like, weird. He buys her, like, a necklace or something. But they switch it on him when he's not looking. And it turns out that they switched the package with like a package of like sexy lingerie. Mm-hmm. And they write like from Will on it. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Yeah, be so funny. he like hands it to her 
and she's like oh thank you and she opens it up she's like oh will wants to bang me and then jill's gonna get wicked jealous because jill's starting to get feelings for Derek. because like they had like that whole like little spat in the beginning but you know she likes him really stirring the pot now oh yeah it's like very stereotypical sitcom stirring up that that conflict stew Add a little bit of fight, add a little bit of lingerie, add a little bit of love, boom, there's your conflict stew. Making that, that chili chili. I feel like there would have been, like, maybe an episode where they have, like, sweeps week, where there's, like, we gotta do something drastic for sweeps week. We gotta, like, bring in the viewers. So they just, like, unleash a live bear on set. Unleash a live bear on set. But they don't tell them. This is getting more dangerous by the second. Oh, yeah. It's going to go, like, very, like, very Kaufman. It's going to go very absurdist very quick. That's the only way to top each episode. I so, think like, that people will just end up dead. I mean, ideally, yes, but that's not that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's the plan. That's why we're writing for the show. We want everyone dead. Yeah. They. <laughs> so, like, maybe, like, Mandy walks in and finds the bear, and she's like, Oh, it's so cute. And it's like roaring at her and she just starts petting it. And it's like, oh, like this bear is very well tamed. We fucked up. And like nothing bad happened. Mr. Tucker's just like, well, shit. And that's like how the episode goes. Hey, it's better than what they already wrote. I feel like a series finale would have to be like the show getting canceled. Like that's the only way that they would do it. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so meta that that's the only way. Yeah, and they'd, like, call it out, too. Like... They're too deep in it now. They're way too deep. It's the only they're way like, out. They're, like, three layers deep. They're not gonna wake up from this. Yeah, man. But yeah, like, maybe the series finale episode where, like... Mandy would, like, have to choose between, like, Derek or Will. And Jill's kind of, like, trying to be like, Oh, you know, there's not much time left. You should go with Will. Because Jill secretly wants to be with Derek. And then it turns out the mind games. Then it turns out Mr. Tucker and Mr. Roy have been in love this whole time. Whoa. Oh yeah. And then at the very end, as they're doing like their little like curtain call, they're like bowing before the audience. They all just like start making out like into this weird four way kiss. Weird. And then it zooms out even further to reveal an even bigger stage that this that this like stage and audience has been on this whole time because it's actually another show of the show of the show of the show. And there's a second audience watching this whole thing. First audience was just a bunch of actors. Boom. Kablam. It's like in men in black Two, when like they go to the locker and they find those tiny people living in there, worshiping Kay's watch. And then at the very end of the movie, Turns out their world is just in a giant locker in another world. It's like that. Dude, I I bet that's how real life is. Oh, yeah. Just got to find the right locker. Their their theme was kind of their theme song for this, the Derek and Will go to Hollywood. I feel like we could make make one better. Eddie, you want to take a stab at that? Why don't you take a stab at that? And I'll make it our outro. I I was thinking like right now, like just off the top, off the dome. Kind of like go off like. (laughs) 
So would this be just an instrumental theme, or would there be words? Um, no words. No words. Just actions. <laughs> well, they do speak louder than words. Do you have any ideas for any episodes, or nah? Uh, nah, not really. Hmm. I don't have any any bright idea. I don't know. I, it's hard because the show is so long ago. Yeah. And it's like writing a show that was so infused into the time that it was created in, it's hard to bring that to the current generation. Hmm. This is also like pre-YouTube, pre-all of that stuff. Well, not pre-YouTube, but like at the very beginning stages of YouTube. Right. Media is very different now. It is. Like we have Netflix, we have all that stuff. Hell, Amazon even accepts submissions for like TV pitches for their Amazon Prime originals. Right. I would I would say though, like, I mean, maybe if I could take the same actors and stuff, I don't know why I would. That'd be stupid. I wouldn't purposely cast them together. No, here's but, what you do. You keep Taryn Killam, get rid of everybody else. Yeah, but like here's here's what I would do. If I could cast like other people in addition to maybe make the chemistry less awkward. Uh, maybe make them less giddy. If they were less giddy, I feel like they maybe would be a little bit better together. Yeah. Um, and I think I would change the premise to a little bit less meta. We don't need three layers deep. I would want them to be making a YouTube channel on a TV show. See, I was actually going to say, like, if this was rebooted now, like, I feel like it could work a lot better. Like, right. you could do and something like so, that. It'd be so plausible. You can make other episodes, for example. Uh, maybe they delve into the world of Vine, and it's crazy, and, like, not what they thought it was going to be, and the people in the community are just these really, really weird, intense people. Yeah, like, and... maybe there'd be an episode where, like, Derek's just like, yeah, we should, like, check out Vine. And Will's right. like, oh, I already got it covered, and he's showing him, like, all his Vines. It's just him, like, on the toilet, like, going, like, poop vid. Oh, no. I, I, like I said, I want to change them in, in their entirety. They're not going to be anything like what the show was. Yeah, I feel like it could definitely work present day if they changed it a little. Like, maybe they're making their YouTube channel. Like, maybe it's like a documentary following them making their YouTube channel. Right. Or a documentary following them making, like, an Amazon Prime original series type thing. Be neat. Like, it could follow them, like, going into pitch meetings, stuff like that. But I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like it would definitely like fit a lot better. I would get rid of the whole audience thing. Yeah, like I said, I I think one of the reasons the show is so not really good was because it was also like the whole meta thing didn't take off until the internet was kind of taking off because to, for things to be meta, they don't need to be independent, but it's a lot easier to make things meta with all the technology and independent film and stuff that's going on today. Right. Like, Community, that was, like, such a meta show. I don't know if right. that would have worked back in, like, 2005. Absolutely not. Granted, it barely worked now because nobody watched it, even though it was one of the greatest shows of all time. Uh, so good. And, like, Hashtag Donald six Glover. seasons in a movie. Fuck. Donald Glover is such a good actor. He is. He's phenomenal. So then it's going to do it for us this week. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. Check out our Twitter. We're at Unaired Podcast. We have an Instagram. Check that out. Unaired Podcast. Um... Send us an email on airpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sounds Like an Earful for the theme song we use. What else? My what else? What else? Are filled. They're full of that theme song. Full of it, man. All right. Any final thoughts, Eddie? My final thoughts are 
Um, well, I mean, since it's like 107 instead of like <laughs> 907 when we usually end it, I'm going to say good afternoon if you're listening to this in the morning. Good morning if you're listening to this at night. Good night. Have a great day. Have a great night. And take it easy. And I'm going to do something a little different this time. I'm going to spit off an ending line. You ready for this? All right. All right. So, this is slightly inspired by this show. This show is horrible. But, you know, just remember, some things are better left unaired. You like that? You like that? Because it's like some things are better left unsaid, but like unaired, because that's the show we do. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a great night.